right, well, episode number three. I can't believe we made it this far. <laughs> the coronavirus and everything. Yeah. I'm glad you're only working at a hospital, so yeah. there's no threat yeah, there. there. No so threat to pass it along to anybody. Good, good stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's moving along. The story's moving along. I don't know that we need to get into our methodology anymore. We covered it in episode one and covered it in episode two. So if you need to know how we're doing it, just reference those podcasts, right? Sure. I'm Wade. He's Slavic. We're going to explain to you the third episode of Dark. It's called Past and Present Deep Shots. Well, that's our our podcast. It's Deep Shots. Yeah. By Jack Hannon. (laughs) I don't know why I connect that, but I do it all the time. All right, so I'm going to review the episode. You're um, going to give some insights on your end, and then uh, we'll, we'll move it along. Questions and theories, and get out of here. So this episode was called Past and Present, and there were no quotes. Notice that. Yeah. So lies was very... Lies. Emphasized lies, and there wasn't all that many lies. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. There's a lot of deceit. You, you you hit it on the head. There's there's a lot of deceit. Not a whole lot of lies, but... So this episode started with a uh, how dare you moment. They took Twix and made it German. Well, maybe it's real. Maybe that is the real Twix. You think that word, word on that? I don't know what the word was. But they, they didn't, I didn't Google that. But the music was amazing. Yeah. It was 80s. Yeah, it was um, solid 80s commercial. Mads. So I guess that's a hu- that's humor, right? It's yeah. kind of funny. It's, I think it's just it's just letting you know that where you're at. You're in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. You're in they, 1986. It did make me want to Twix. So good advertising. Mikkel starts off uh, like Ulrich breaking and entering into his own house. Mm-hmm. Only in 1986. Um, he, uh, there's a woman sleeping on the couch. And he abruptly wakes her up. Yep. And asks, where's my mom? Yep. And that's his grandmother. That is his grandmother, Jonna. Yeah. She's distraught that Mads... She's super sad because of Mads. Mads has been missing and, you know, initially she thinks... She goes, Mads? Like, she 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 thinks that Mickle walking in the room might be Mads because, I, you know, he might talk before she sees him so she hears a little boy's voice. Yeah. And I, I know I have this note later on in my notes, but Mikkel's a good actor. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, for a young kid, he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, he says, where are my parents? And it's like, dude, you just saw him. Yeah. But he doesn't know. I mean, but be fair, right? Yeah. He just traveled through time and yeah. space. So then it cuts to the hotel, the, I'm sorry, not the hotel, the hospital, where the hotel lady, Innes, Innes? That is not the hotel lady. That's not? The mole didn't give it away? No. That, so that's, Oh, so there's that pairing. Yeah. I thought that, not the hotel lady, the lady that's reading the... Yes. Suicide note. Yes. Sorry. So that's Judy Dench. Early note. That's young Judy, Judy Dench. Dench. Yeah, she's cute too. Um, and she has no family. Yep. And uh, another nurse is um, unfairly leaning on the fact that she has a, a no family and asking her to do another shift. Yep. Um, and then it's um, it's unfair to make these dots connect now but there is that woman lady girl teenager riding through the forest mm-hmm. and uh, very studious very proper prim and you know prim and proper mm-hmm. uh you know who she is she's the um captain in the police force. yes this is 1986 charlotte um but 
later on in the show, it's unveiled that she's been studying this for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like she's got a lot of conclusions. Nope. So, that was interesting. She, um, she sees dead birds in 1986 as well. And, you know, picks up the bird, takes the bird with her, puts it in her, in her satchel and, and, and rides off. There's a freezer of birds yeah, later on. We'll talk about that later. It's very sad. Or, or they're surviving the coronavirus. I maybe. <laughs> um, so they um, cut to the radio. Uh, radio um, lots of critiques around the police that no leads, nothing, um, nothing's going. And then it cuts to this goofy-looking police officer. Well, I'm not 100% sure how he connects with the families. That's, so this is Egon Tiedemann. Egon. In, yeah. Fuck, I missed that. And he is, uh, so he is a hotel lady's grandfather. So he, and we also are going to meet another new character here pretty soon. He's got a lot of love for Ulrich. Yeah. Loves Ulrich. Quotes about on love there. That's uh, facetious. But yeah, uh, yeah. So he is again. He's a Tiedemann. He's he's part of family Tiedemann. Bartos, uh, Alexander, Regina. Again, we are going to meet uh, his daughter very soon. Um, but Egon is yeah. He's he's the Ulrich of 1986. Dash line to the Lannister somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then it cuts to a new character who has not been discussed yeah. or discovered yet. Yeah. So that's Cla- this is Claudia Tiedemann. Claudia, so who's um, a very interesting character, and um, is putting on makeup in the car. And just lambasting her daughter yeah. in the back. Yeah. You, I feel so bad for her. Yeah. So this, she's, she's just destroying her. And the, the daughter in the back is Regina, who's the hotel lady in, in 2019. So this is ni- this yeah. is 1986 Regina. Throughout the whole episode, you feel nothing but sympathy for her. Yeah. And she's like, you know, you need to you need to keep up your appearances. And you she know, looks great. And, she looks and fine. She's got this great calls fro. Her a, calls her a limp dish rag, which I can't wait to use yeah. in the future. You look like a limp dish rag. That's coming my and way. And she says, I won't let you ruin this for me. That's classic, Tito. Um, and then... Uh, but also, you're forgetting the main point, is that one of the greatest songs of the 80s is playing while she's... Tears for Fears. Yeah. Yeah. Jowed. Jowed. Yeah, it's... Um, it's a weird scene, because she's just caking on makeup. Yeah. Well, and she's going to for her big day. We find out what her big day is coming up. But yeah, yeah. it was some confusion with her big day. At least the way the episode presented, or at least the way I watched the episode, because they make it sound like she's getting an interview for it, but then that she won it. But we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love. So my com- my next comment is they love Tears for Fears in this um, in this in the show. Um. So, Mikel's in trouble. He's kind of walking around in a high school. Um, but he goes to school to look for his mom. He does, yeah. And he finds her. And it's not... Oh, wait a minute. One of the other lines... Oh, no, this is the girls talking. Yeah. Where they go, lipstick is for prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. So he, <laughs> so he walks into the school, and he's, again, looking for his mom. He, he finds his mom, but it's 1986 version of his mom. And his mom is, uh, you know, she's the cool Extremely chick. Extremely caring. And she's the cool chick in the high school, and she's talking with actually with Hannah, uh, who is Jonas's mom in 2019. 
Yeah. Um, and another girl who I don't think we know, but the three of them are, are chatting. Oh, I thought that girl that um, is kind of the outcast of the three is the mom of the yellow. That's what I said. Yeah. Of Jonas. I missed you saying that. Yeah, I just said. Yeah. So H- Hannah is Hannah is the mom of Jonas, the yellow coat boy. Hannah. Yeah. Okay. And Hannah's also the, you know, the one having an affair with Ulrich, and we'll talk about her and Ulrich in a little bit. There's a seed there. There's a seed in the show, but uh, there's there's interesting, you know, she uh, Katarina. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. She then cut to the plant with Claudia. She's arrived, and this was a really interesting scene to me. She's walking up, and there's a guy. Original, uh, you see that he's like just sweeping something. And there's this weird conversation. So they obviously know each other. There's some kind of history there, mm-hmm. right? And he's really kind of just um, like almost picking at her a little bit. Hey, congratulations on the new role. Been thinking about you. Here's a present. And he gives her a present wrapped. Yep. Obviously, he's a little smitten by her. And he looks like he's been punched in the face or has some scarring. Yeah, so so again, we're talking about he's. This is Claudia Tiedemann, uh, again, who just got done uh, lambasting her daughter. Yeah, uh, he, she gets out, and he and this he he's meeting. He runs into Helga, Helga Doppler. Helga, in twenty nineteen, is the old man in the. Well, you know that later. Yeah, you don't know that at this moment because yeah. then they do that thing that we'll talk about later. But yeah. you don't know this at this point. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, is after she leaves, he's what you think is sweeping, but he's actually like really rubbing the pavement pavement out, yeah. and it's somebody wrote in white, "No future." No future. They did some graffiti on the pavement. Yeah, which um, is interesting because she makes no comment about it. Yeah. He makes no comment about it, other than he gives her a book that you later find out is the same book that. Uh, Poncho guy has suitcase man. Poncho suitcase man is his full name, but you can refer to him as his first name, <laughs> Poncho man. Um, it's the same book, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there's a lot of connections. It's it's it's, uh, it's pretty good. Then it cuts to one of the, actually like one of the more funny scenes, which is starts off really bad. Right? I found it funny because somebody took Silence of the Lambs way too seriously and killed a bunch of sheep. 33 sheep to be 33 exact. sheep to be exact. Um, and uh, the police officer says something like, could it have been wolves? Uh, right? Well, he wants to know. They, they say, he turns out that he thinks they... Oh, no. It's... it's uh... So the cop goes... It's funny, because the guy reacts very funny. He's like, could this have been wolves? And he was like, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's not wolves, dude. Wolves eat their prey. They don't just kill them and run. And then um, he he does a gospel. Which is, yeah, a gospel. Uh, so you make be, a connection be, between... Be, be on guard, be alert. You do not know when your time, when that time will come. Holy cow. Time. So dead sheep, dead birds, some things going on. Mm-hmm. You later, you later find out some things about the sheep, um, and you know they take a bad, gruesome scene and do interject a little bit of humor into it, tiny bit, tiny bit, and then some biblical stuff. Yep. 
which is great. Um, Mikel is looking for his dad. Uh, they really need some uh, DNA testing because he's in the hospital and he's getting mm -hmm. fixed. The or I'm not in the hospital. He's with the cop. He's yeah. with the with the cop. He ends up at the hospital, and um, the cop all is like, "All right, you dirty bad guy." Yeah, he says, I'm looking for my dad. He's a police officer, and his name's Ulrich Nielsen. And, and he, he goes, thinks it's a joke. He says, he'll never work here. It's a practical yeah. joke, yeah. Yeah. He thinks, um, he, yeah, he thinks Ulrich put the boy up to it. Put, beat the boy up, told him to go and, and, and come into the police station. And the cop actually does the right thing. He gets the nurse involved. He thinks he's beat by um, Ulrich, mm -hmm. right? He, the, uh, that Mikkel thinks, or I'm sorry, the police officer thinks that Ulrich beat this kid. And so he calls a nurse. Um, she's going to take care of him. And uh, the nurse is actually, I don't know, very endearing to me. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she takes care of him pretty well. Uh, back to Claudia. Um, she's in, she, this re interviewer with um, this reporter, which I actually thought was someone, I don't know, they presented it in a weird way for me. I don't know. It's a reporter. For he's there for he's he's there to interview she's her. She's the first female power plant. Yep, she's the nuclear. She's going to be the the new nuclear boss. It is funny that they call her the boss, right? Because that's how we referred to the other dude. Yeah, which yeah. I thought was pretty yeah. pretty funny. But yeah, she meets with Tronte, who has a dynamite mustache. I mean, that it thing is have. full and it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a porn stash. <laughs> um, there's not a guy that's a pirate, though, right? No, we haven't, we haven't seen, him. We haven't seen him in this episode. Um, so then, um, Mikkel's in the police officer, waiting for the nurse yep. to come. He There's a Rubik's Cube, so it's just more telling of the time. He steals the lighter. I don't know if I've seen that lighter before. Have I seen uh, that lighter before? No. Okay. Scans the Mads report about Mads Nielsen. Being, what a great name, Mads is Mads is Ulrich's brother? Yes. Okay. Um, so he's looking at the he's looking at the disappearance report of his uncle, Mads Nielsen. And then meets her favorite nurse, and then Mikkel goes to the hospital. Yep. Um so this was a really weird scene where the cop shows up. So the uh what was his name? Eagle? Egon. Egon. Egon um shows up at Ulrich's house. And he's obviously trying to protect his kid, but just Music's blaring. He enters the house, which is just a bad move for a police officer to do without a warrant. I'm assuming those laws apply in Germany, but um, he slowly makes his way up the house into Ulrich's room. Ulrich's playing like Atari 2600, and he's got some death metal band playing. It's actually a German thrash metal band, Creator. Even better. And... Um, so they have an interesting exchange, and Ulrich really does abuse him. Like, what are you doing? Where are you? Are you finding out anything that you need to find out here? And then his mom shows up, and then he really lets him have it by, you're here to report on Mad's investigation, and he has nothing to report, so he makes his mom feel like shit, makes, um, kind of makes a mockery of him showing up at his house. Um, so then at the hospital... The only thing I just really quickly is that Egon Egon repeats a lyric from the creator uh, song that he hears as he walks in, and he says, "You know, why are you listening to this stuff? Because it 
says, my only aim is to take many lives. The more, the better I feel. Isn't it, uh, it makes a reference to satanic cult or something. Uh, there's some satanic panic a little bit later. We'll yeah, talk about Okay. So then, um, cut to the hospital where the nurse and the doctor are, are looking at Mikhail's wounds. I keep thinking, man, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't a DNA test just solve a lot of these issues? That's 1986. I know. I know. Um, so, pretty, um, at this point, it's pretty low-key. They're just pretty pretty much checking if he was abused, but I think you could tell by the wounds that he wasn't abused, that he's been in the woods and yeah, kind of he's got messed himself up. Out. It wasn't yeah. anything that Ulrich or anybody did. And at this point, I realized that this episode's tone, as far as um, where it was, in the first two episodes, there's no rain, which is unusual mm-hmm. for the show. There's some color, so folks have color in 1986, and it's lighter. Like it's um, even when they're like sad, it's the the way the presentation is is lighter than what it is in 2017. Yeah, you know, I think that there's just not there's not three boys missing at this point. You know, there's it's just Mads, and you know the other in the they're four weeks out from Mads, but it's not as uh, dour a situation or dire a situation because, you know, we have this history of, of a boy who went missing in 1986, and now there's two more missing, you know, uh, Mikkel and, and Eric. But So then they cut back to the power plant. There's some more photos. There's a new guy again. Somebody I actually think I recognize as far as I'm being an actor. No, I, oh, Okay. Yeah, but he's a yeah, bearded we guy. We haven't seen him yet, but I don't know who that was. But it's that's Bernd Doppler. Oh, I thought his name was Bern. Right, it's not Bern. <laughs> we can call him Bern. All right, because but Vern, uh, Vern is Helga's father. Helga. And Helga's again messed up your guy. We just you know we met he Claudia came across him on the way in through the house or through the power plant gates. But uh, yeah, so he's the former nuclear boss. So he's you know. So somewhere we missed mentioning that Claudia had an interaction before the interview with like an admin and was handed a bunch of numbers around how the plant was doing and she was shocked. Yeah, yeah. She's like blown away that the numbers aren't um And I don't know if they're talking about like output numbers or, or yeah, they don't they don't they never they just <laughs> That's she, a device. She's just mad about the numbers. The numbers. How dare the profit for this public nuclear plant not be Met with what it needs to yeah, be. How there's, dare they? there's definitely some skeletons in the closet that burned. So these. that's what I have here: skeletons in the closet at the power plant. Numbers are off by the power plant. Three months they haven't been behaving the the right way, and then uh, Burns telling her how uh, well public perception around nuclear power is horrible, but we got to keep on in a good face, and that we need it's an enemy of progress that they got to keep. This yeah, facade up. Everyone in this town relies on the the employment of the nuclear power plant, right. basically, or at least every family does. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the one thing that he says that I liked, uh, he says there are things worth knowing and things worth not knowing because you can't change them anyway. Yeah, and she slams her foot down. I was like, no, no, no. If I'm taking this over. Yeah. You got to tell me all, all the dirty all the dirty secrets. I might play ball, but I still need to know everything. But it kind of reflects back on that serenity prayer that we talked about in that first episode. You know, give me the strength to change the things uh, that are in my control, and uh, you know, the the wisdom to know the difference between the ones that, that I can and can't control. 
So yeah. So, anyway, just just kind of an echo of that. So profound. I mean, you got this. You got this. Uh, so then it cuts to Bike Girl, who's actually Captain. Yep, Charlotte, 1986 Charlotte. So she finds a dead bird. Yep. Um, I it. thought she took the dead bird with her and started writing in her diary, but oh, she's not writing in her diary. She actually like drew the bird and yeah. measured him. Yeah. And the drawing's amazing. Yeah. And she's pretty good. Got some good pencil work in this. Yeah. Yeah, but she's a loner. This one's a loner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a loner. Charlotte. I actually remember her name. Uh, so cut to the Silence of the Lambs autopsy, yeah. where the guy's just <laughs> cutting the sheep apart. Oh, uh, the police officer did grab a hoof in Ulrich's room and was like, where'd you get this? Did you kill those sheep? Mm-hmm. And Ulrich's like, I didn't kill any sheep, bro, and it's just a hoof. Yeah. Um, so then the first one of the first questions he asks is whether or not the sheep are missing any hoofs. Which is kind of funny, but the rationale for these these uh, sheep to die was really interesting. So the, apparently, this forensic veterinarian <laughs> knows about sheep and that they, if the herd panics, the herd can die of a heart attack. Yeah, it's like one if one starts panicking, he's sp- kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? You know, run on toilet paper because somebody said some shit and. Yeah, yeah, we we get spun up quickly these days. Yeah, they don't even have Facebook or social media. They just yeah. they just hear a noise and they're all dead. Yeah, but we're, um, we're so, the sheep for sure. So one of the things that they mention or the forensic guy mentions is that their ears are all screwed up. Where yeah. have we seen that before? Yeah, so the birds. Um, very very interesting. So I didn't hear that with the birds, but I did hear it with the kid that was found in the that was found dead. Yeah. With the Jordans. Oh, yeah, you're Jordans. right. Jordans. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I didn't know about the birds, but maybe I missed that. No, I, I The think, best I think, part. I, I think you're right. The <laughs> best part is the spicy meatballs. Oh, my God. Yeah, you Finally, some humor. The cor- coroner says he's having a party with some spicy meatballs uh, as, as he cracks open a sheep's brain. What a great, great scene. Yeah. Uh, cut to the forest shot. Um, the, you know, just a nice visual of some green trees, some woods. Um, old dude that ran the pea plant is in a wheelchair. Uh, that's Vern. He's getting pushed out, um, by Claudia. Yeah, Claudia. They're going out in the woods to, to find, to actually physically see some skeletons. Best. Or the... I don't know how many Batman references, but spurlonking it is. She's in the most ridiculous business suit. The 80s were a great time for fashion. Yeah. And she's spurlunking down into the cave. Yeah. I'm assuming similar cave. or I don't know if it's the exact same cave that growls, but it's a cave. Yep. There's a cave system there. Yeah. So, so she yeah, goes got, in there. a ropes course set up there for and, her. And, uh, you know, cut to Mikkel is getting better with the nurse. Um, everyone's really confused about <coughs> this kid. He's not saying much. Uh, until he, she's about to leave and he turns to her and goes, I'm from the future. I've come here from the future. And the nurse uh, really just probably blows it off like, you're a dumb kid. Um, you're playing a game. You're going to have to need to, you need to talk now. Wait, because I got to take a sip. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. The, the, the comic book says, like, Captain Future or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about so, the comic book. And so that's, I, I was wondering if she, 
thinks he's disturbed be- or something because he just he saw the comic <laughs> book and says I'm from the future, or if she really believes him that he's from the future. Yeah, he. Um, and again, his acting is superb. Yeah, I buy a lot of his bullshit. It's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, he, he's a pretty good kid. So then, uh, here we go in the cave. Big unveiling for the episode. <coughs> Excuse me. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't answer the question you want answered, but it does pose some more questions. Yeah, there's just a bunch of drums of what we're assuming is radioactive waste down in the cave. Right, but you don't actually know what it is. It could be bodies. Could be. Birds. Sheep. Could be anything. Then there's a nice shot of the moon. Um, Just bam, here's some moon footage for you. And then uh, we're at Claudia's daughter's house. Regina. Regina, and uh, she's wearing a sweater. But I didn't, I don't know if it's the same sweater that Grandpa washed. I made some kind of leap there. Huh. I didn't notice the sweater. Because she lifts her sleeve up and there's like marks, suicide marks on her wrist. Whoa. I got Wade to draw wow. a blank. <laughs> Holy cow. I gotta go back and You gotta watch that. that. I gotta go back and review that. I never, I never caught that. Yeah, she's got some marks on her wrist. And I, that's why I connected the sleeve blood with the marks on her wrist. But I don't, again. But that's, uh. Yeah, that's two different families. Tiedemann's and Nielsen's. But anyhow. Whatever. Um, cut to the grumpy police officer. Uh, and of course, you can't have an episode of Dark without a flashlight scene. So yep. here he is walking into the um, <laughs> to the field where, the, I'm assuming, the sheep were killed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets bombed by some dead birds. Yeah. Oh, well, first, there's a series, yeah. right? He hears the noise. The growl. The growl. The EMP. His flashlight starts going. His flashlight starts going. And then... Many yeah, birds and start and to kill. It's, uh, you know, like Magnolia. It's yes. Except for birds, not frogs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what a reference. Uh, Mikkel is out. He's like, I'm not sticking around here. And then I think they kind of show, like, this show. Is, what movie is it that loves montage? Is it uh, uh, that Amer- the uh, South Park guys made that the America movie. Oh, oh yeah. And there's a montage thing. I'm good. It's the montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this show really loves its montages. Yep. And so uh, Ulrich is smoking a cigarette, and his uh, future girl that he's gonna cheat with is there, Anna. Right? Hannah. Anna. Yeah. Hannah. 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 Huh. With an H. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so he's, uh, he, he's he's sitting at the bus stop. She shows up. Uh, they they kind of have a they have a nice little chat. It's kind of a sweet scene. Yeah, it is. And, nice. and again, you don't she you know she's kind of looking apocalypse. She's kind of looking at him. You know, right. you don't you don't see the connection yet, but you can tell that she's got a thing for him. You yeah. know, she's. I mean, of course, very, we have the we have the history of this. Very romantic. We have the history of yeah. They talk about the apocalypse. Romancing her and leaving her his how her house by the romancing. Sexy. Sexy, yeah. Um, Where, how come there's no birds dying around them? Yeah, well, they might be, I think the birds, and it might be proximity to the caves. Why is there so many birds? Like, if if, a, if this thing were to happen here right now, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be thousands of birds falling. Just seems like a lot of birds. So here's uh, the big montage, where Mikkel's running into the cave through the woods, and this guy... Uh, 
for whatever reason, when he got to the cave, it reminded me of that scene in Glorious Bastards where they're all hanging out outside the cave and there's the bat noise. Yeah, yeah. So here he comes running into, he's got the lighter, he's going to go in and you cannot, you, this kid's got some cojones. It's the middle of the night and he's going into a dark cave. Mm-hmm. But I guess he really wants to get home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ulrich says, uh, what's her, Hannah, Hannah, asks, what does he wish for? And he says, a world without Wyndham. Wyndham, yeah, the name of the city. Wyndham? Wyndham. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah, she says, if this is the apocalypse, if the world ended today and everything started anew, what would you wish for? And he says, a world without Wyndham. Which is interesting, you know, that he's just, uh, being that we know that 33 years later, he's still there, married, kids, unhappy. Um, yeah. And, you know, as, as early as 17, he knew, that always he, gonna be unhappy. he knew that he wanted to get out. Well, yeah. So then to break things up, they give you a nice shot of the woods. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Nurse finds Mikhail gone. And then there's a side-by-side comparison of some folks. Yeah, they do this, you know, basically just to establish... It makes sense, because if you don't do that, you're going to be lost. Yeah, they, lost. so they, they give you the, the 1986 version and the 2019 version of, yeah. of everyone that they I just... I didn't understand why one of the characters was white originally and black later in life. That was weird. <laughs> I'm totally making that. <laughs> I was going to say, I missed that one. But yeah, you get uh, you get Tronte, uh, uh, you get... Excuse me. You get Inez first with you know with the Judy Dench uh, side by side. Do you mean Nurse's old lady? Yes, Nurse with the moles. Yes, and then you get Tronte with the sweet mustache. And Desperate then, guy and grandma. Yeah, grandpa. We didn't mention that one thing as we were going through the Tronte and uh, Tronte Tronte Nielsen Ulrich's dad uh, has a thing for Claudia, and they they're she's they seem like they strayed before, and so you know it kind of runs. Totally with, missed that. Yeah, when she when he goes to visit her at the power plant, she, he kind of like tries to grab her hand, and she's like, "Oh yeah," he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." There is romance, and so he's waiting for I think the interviewer. Yeah, he's waiting for her at the bus stop. She, uh, uh, you know, she doesn't show up like Hannah showed up for Ulrich. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see Claudia. Um, well, well, don't go further because yeah. there was a journey through time. This is where you find out journey through time for Claudia. Yeah. And then it switches to Claudia's daughter, and there's this weird scene where you just need to see some boob. Not complaining, I'm just, she tested herself for breast cancer. Correct. Which is actually, makes perfect sense being so close to a power plant. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so she's, uh, yeah, she, and again, back in More up, scenes like that. Claudia, Claudia is sitting in her car, she opens the gift that Helga gave her, which is the, the, the Journey Through Time book. But we don't see a future Claudia, because we've never met Claudia in 2019, right? Right, right. right. Um, super, super like fast paced part of this right now. And then there's Charlotte versus Charlotte. We see you know the uh, both are the both are admiring the birds. Yep, Captain uh, has done her research. She's like now they show that they're connected, right? Yep, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 thinking about again in 2019. She's thinking, man, I've seen this before. I've I studied these birds in 1986. And yeah. Probably didn't get anywhere then. She's nowhere. But, um, and then, yeah, there's the, Tronte comes home late, sneaks into the bed, and his wife is lying awake, just like in 2019, you know, so that there's definitely, uh, you know, she's known for many years that he's been up to stuff. Yeah. Agreed. 
Um, Ulrich is looking at his wife almost like the last time. Like, it was like this weird moment where he's like endearing to her and like, she's sleeping, so yeah. she doesn't know it. But. Yeah, there was definitely, definitely a, uh, and then he's gonna get the crowbar. Yeah, he gets, gets the crowbar. He's gonna go do he's some, got a plant. He's gonna go do some beanie in the cave. So this was actually really a cool part because it's Mikkel entering, so father and son are entering the same cave at different times. Yeah, they're kind of doing side-by-sides here, too, even though it's not... Yeah. Uh, Mikkel at 86, uh, Ulrich in 2019, entering the same cave. Yeah, so he's trying to open the door, and he's banging on the door. The kid hears the banging in 1986, screams, and the father hears the screams, but they both kind of end up giving up on the whole thing. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why Ulrich didn't, like, stay down there. And, yeah, like, I don't either. Yeah, but... Yeah. I think he, I think he thinks because he's going crazy. Yeah, exactly. He because when he when they show him outside the cave, he's kind of putting his hands on his head like I, I'm I'm going out of my mind. Yeah. And and same thing with the boy, Mikkel. Yeah. Uh, the music is really pretty cool at this point. Um, they leave the they leave the cave unable to connect, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um. Clock time. Let's see some clocks, bro. Yeah, what's in the box? Yeah, we, we get we get to see uh, again the, the the professor the 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 HG Townhouse again the guy who wrote the doctors book. back from the show. Uh, yeah, he's working on he's working on the the whatever that machine is. And thank God we saw it right as when he figured it out how to make it work. Yeah, started spindles started moving and flips the thing and shabang cut to black end of episode. Yeah. Good. Oh, would, would you, I? I loved the episode. I loved. I, I liked going back to 1986. I liked. I liked uh, meeting all these characters and then starting to think about the possibilities of, of where it's headed from here. Yeah. Um. I uh, like. I. I mean. I. I, I want to be honest. So. I'm struggling with the show a little bit, just a little bit. I mean, I'm going to watch it all the way through. Um. And maybe it maybe it's the genre. It's very losty to me. I just I think there's I think there's answers coming and and, and revelations coming that'll that'll hook you. It's it gets very interesting. I just don't know how this survives the outside world. Dead birds. I mean we it I mean we would have there would be international. Stuff going on here. Yeah, and I think it's who's covering it's kind of small town Germany. You know, why doesn't the uh, why doesn't the Capitan start calling somebody? Dead birds, bro. Yeah. Who loves the birds? And again, I, I think there's kind of the specter of the state-run power plant that you know no one wants to. Because again, if if we start pinning things on this power plant, that's everyone's livelihood. Yeah, it ends. You know. So, anyhow. All right, your so turn, I'm going to move on to, my, again, my favorite moments of, of What's Lavic, just to kind of recap there. Again, the, the uh, I really like that first scene with Charlotte riding the bike. She's kind of running through this narrow path, and it's lined with, like, again, you talked about the colors. I think you might like it because she's completely naked. She's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's line, she's lined with, like, beautiful yellows and oranges. It's, it's, it is November um, in Germany, uh, so it's the fall. Um but it's, you know, when there, what I notice is just when there is color in this show, you really notice it. Yeah. Because, again, there's never any color. Gray. And, and it should be raining. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, the next thing we kind of already talked about was, uh, again, 
with uh, with shout playing in the background, just Claudia just demoralizing her daughter, who apparently, again, I need to go back, but apparently has uh, some suicide uh, intentions. Yeah. Um, I'll show you that as soon as we're done with the podcast. Yeah. Um, but uh, and calls her a, a, a limp dish rag. Uh, it's, you know, I, I won't let you ruin this opportunity for me. And I'm going to shout, uh, but, you know, it's just, again, she's just, Claudia, like, all the T-Demons, like I said in the last podcast, just let, fuck the T-Demons. I, I, I don't like them. Why? I mean, Regina seems okay, but she, you know, she, she's going to grow up to be angry hotel lady. But now I guess I see why she's angry because she, she, we'll talk about this a little bit later. But she comes home to an empty house. Her dad's, uh, her dad's out investigating. Her mom's at the power plant. She comes home. She's got to make herself a frozen pizza or something, and you know, empty house. Yeah. You know, and again, she's showing scars that I missed. Mm. Um, when. Uh, you know, Mikkel walks into the school, shout really kicks in, and it's like, it's a high school scene, and Mikkel's strutting into the school. And He's like doing a nice job looking around on her, yeah, not realizing. Shout. Why are you seeing? Loving it. But yeah, he walks upon uh, his mom and Hannah, and they're talking, and they talk about a uh, a song, and Katarina mentions that the song is about that he kidnaps a girl and kills her and leaves her in the woods because she's wearing red lipstick. And I'm yeah. like, and, and I was like, what is this song? So I started Googling a little bit. It turns out it's a Falco song called Genie. Falco. Falco, you know, Rock Me Amadeus? Yeah. He's German or Austrian or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I gotta tell you, this song is fucking weird, man. I, 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 I Googled it and put it on... Like, fucking weird, like, uh, the lyrics? Or just... The video is what's oh, man. really spooky. Alright, so the... everybody's gotta check out this video. Oh, what happened? Yeah. So there's like a. It's kind of like Falco is like stalking somebody, <laughs> and he's and he's singing about this girl, and again it kind of turns out that he kills this girl because she's wearing red lipstick. And again, it's kind of a weird song to write and sing yourself, like in the video, like I'm I'm a serial killer. I'm out here killing girls, like. Yeah. It, Really odd. I don't. Come, come on. This is this is and, but it's, you know, it's spoken word for some of it, and then and then it cuts to you know in the chorus it's in English. And it's very, it, it's just very emotional, very you know high energy. It's it's weird song, but again, uh, Katarina likes it. She likes songs about uh, you know getting killed in the forest, which I thought was odd. I mean, pop is pop, bro. Nobody yeah. listens to lyrics. German, 1986. Well, I guess I shouldn't have expected less. I don't know. Um, oh, the, so the next thing, again, so 33. The number 33. Yeah, Scotty Pippen, Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah. So, again, we uh, Egon comes to the, the, Egon. the farm. Do you think of the Ghostbusters yes, every time you think, say that? Yeah, yeah. Too. Egan Stance. Wasn't that his name? Or was that there's Ray, a, there's Ray, a new Ghostbusters no, he, coming out. Egan Did you Spangler? Know Ray, Ray Stance, Egan Spangler, Peter, Dr. Peter Venkman. Venkman. Mm-hmm. Do you know there's a new Ghostbusters coming yeah. out? Yeah. They're resetting it. Paul Rudd's in it. Is he? I don't know if that's good or bad, yeah. though. Anyhow, so Egan comes up, the kills 33 sheep. Again, we know the 33 years uh, uh, time loop or what have you. 
Uh, also, just in that same scene, that guy quotes the Gospel of Mark uh, 1333. A lot of 33s. Um, and again, 1333 is be on guard, be alert. You do not know when time will come. So I just decided I'm gonna just going to do a quick Google search of the number 33 and numerology about the number 33. And uh, it's just, it, again, according to multiple sources on the Internet, which is always true, um, 33 is a very powerful and mystical number. Um, in biblical numerology, Jesus... If I searched up eight, yeah, you probably get the same response. No, you might. <laughs> eight is a very powerful and mystical number. Yeah. Uh, Jesus was 33 years old when he was crucified. Oh, here we go. Hinduism and other... Random coincidence. Hin <laughs> Hinduism and other Vedic religions have 33 deities. Mm -hmm. 33 only occurs yeah. once on a clock. Dude, I don't know. I don't know why you're listing this shit. <laughs> I just, I just thought this was interesting. In Buddhism, it is associated with the concept of some word I can't pronounce. A description of 33 divas who reside in heaven and hell. Divas, <laughs> maybe. Uh, in Islam, prayer beads are organized into three sets of 33. So, um, and then there are 33 degrees in ancient and accepted Scottish rite of Freemasonry. This is 33 degrees away from what we should be talking. Yeah. About. Okay. I'm sorry. I just. Um, just thought it was interesting. Uh, no future. You know, we see it. It's written uh, on the on the on the pavement. pavement. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, Ulrich has it written on the, his wall in his room. So oh, Ulrich, I miss that. Ulrich's probably the vandal, but you know what a jerk. But also, he vandalizes might, pavement. He might not be because when I looked up, I, I, I did some Google searching on no future, and it came up that it's. Uh, uh, it's, it was a big part of like punk subculture in the eighties. That that was uh, oh, okay. you know no future was kind of like like no fear in the nineties. Um, you know like the yeah and but um, very anarchist early British punks expressed tone. nihilistic and anarchist views with the slogan "No Future," which came from the Sex Pistols song "God Save the Queen." Uh, you know "God Save the Queen." Yeah. Oh, I like the Sex Pistols. Familiar with "God Save the Queen." <laughs> Anyhow, they say No Future several times. No Future was actually the original title of that song or before they um, sold out, uh, before they changed it to God Save the Queen. Um, anyhow, just thought that was interesting stuff. Just kind of trying no, to add I mean, some... No, you are bringing it add some full love. speed ahead, buddy. Wow. So, uh, former power plant operator, uh, burned, Vern, Baron, Burn. Vern, um, again, I... Why is he in a wheelchair? Uh, yeah, just an old man. That you think that's it? Yeah. You don't yeah. think his legs got transported in time somewhere, and then no. it came back, and it couldn't walk again? No. Um, so he says uh, he he says a couple of things that I just really liked. Again, I already talked about the. One he looked like a guy you would like. There, are th there are things worth knowing, things worth not knowing, because you can't change them anyway. The other one he says is he, um, when he takes uh, Claudia out to the woods to show her the drums. Um, he says, what we know is a drop. What we don't know is an ocean. Yeah. I just thought that was... Profound. Just, nah, you know, just interesting stuff. I liked it. I liked, I liked the, the plan words. The deepness of it. The ocean. Deep. In. Mm -hmm. Deep uh, shots. We already talked about uh, Ulrich and Hanna, you know, uh, sitting at the bus stop. Just, again, very sweet. She's very interested in him. Uh, yeah. She likes bad boys, apparently. Why didn't all her go for him? 
I think too young? I think she's, she's too you know, young. She might be a couple years younger than him. Seems yeah. like an at least at least not the popular time. girl. Yeah. Um. But then the 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 montage. I just I really like this montage again. It was great. The the montage song. Um. I loved. Uh, it's called Familiar by Agnes Obel. Mm. I'll play a little bit of that here. It. Uh, it you know and again just the, they 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 do a very nice job of setting up. Just giving you who's who, um, making sure you understand, you know, and, and kind of recaps the episode. They do do a nice job. But, uh, Holy hell, it's loud. Is it loud? I have, head, I have a headset on. I yeah. can hear it. Perfect. But, uh, there's a, there's a lyric in here that I'm not sure, how, you know, how much you're, you know, because we see a lot of different people like longing for love in this montage. And uh, you know, you know, we see, we see, uh, uh, and we also, you know, Hannah. That we just saw Hannah and Ulrich. We yeah. see, we see Ulrich looking at his wife. We see Tronte at the bus stop, um, waiting for somebody. Uh, we, we assume it's Claudia. Um, We've made comments that the relationships in the story are pretty shitty. Yeah, but and it, it looks like it starts in, off. In, in this, some instances, it starts off kind of sweet. In this in this episode, the the relationships like there's a lot of hope and in, in, in hopeful hopefulness. Yeah. Um, Except for Grandma who wants man tonight. But uh, the li- the line I really liked in the song, which I think relates really well to what we just saw, uh, was uh, "Them in the dark on who we are or what you do to me. You're going to be the death of me. It's a danger." Because our love is a ghost that the others can't see. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of un, unrequited love here, you know, that, that we're seeing. Again, I, and I, I just like that lyric, because our love is a ghost that others can't see. Again, yeah. it might not have anything to do with the show, but I, I just, you know. You just like it. I'm, I'm a sentimental kind of dude. You're a poet. Yeah. So that's it for uh, for my, my top moments for the show. Again, I, I, uh, I, I echo a lot of things you said. I think... I think we're starting to see who the who the really good actors are in the show. I really like Ulrich a lot. Yeah, uh, the old Ulrich, uh, nineteen eighty six Ulrich. Yeah, he's good too. Twenty nineteen Ulrich. I think Mickle's uh, Mickle is a star. Mickle's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, the girls are good too. Not, not to take anything away from them, but um, Mikkel in his age, he's able to convey a lot of interesting things. Yeah, he doesn't he does it subtly, so it's it's like genuine. It looks yeah. Good. There, there's one scene when he uh, when uh, Inez. Uh, again, young Judy Dench is talking to him, and again he's just processing that. You know, I'm in 1986, kind of a thing, and and you could just see it on his face that his his, his mind is scrambled at the moment. He cannot figure that out. Like, yeah, and, and again, without even talking, just kind of the look in his eyes, the way he's kind of looking around the room, it's really well done. But uh, so tell me this: Did this episode answer stuff for us? I, I don't think there was many answers, but we'll, we'll run through them. Yeah. So I don't know that it did. Either. Again, so uh, it created more dilemmas. Our more questions we questions. did uh, questions that we have still open. Uh, I mean, where's Eric? We know he's dead, but we haven't found his body yet. So we you know we don't know. Episode didn't deal with Eric at yeah, all. Didn't deal with Eric at all. Uh, who's the dead boy again? All these didn't deal with it. Didn't deal with this because most of most questions of it was in '86 from 2019, and now we're in '86. The letters Jonas' dad left. What's Peter upset about? What does Helga know? I mean, we met, we saw Helga, we saw young Helga in this episode. Um, obviously, 
yeah, I think you picked up on something there that he gave her the book and he's, and he says, he says to, uh, Claudia, um, uh, I gotta find it. He says something to Claudia as she's walking into the power plant. Um, like a word of encouragement? Yeah. Oh, we're all pulling says, for you. He give, yeah, I always knew something would become of you. Yeah. She's going to be dead. She's dead. She's not in it in 2017. She's not in 2019. Or she's traveling in time. Maybe she had a poncho. Maybe she's poncho guy. Poncho Villa. Maybe. Yeah, you don't know if poncho guy or poncho girl. Yeah, maybe seen. she's going to be dead like in that song. Because she wears lipstick. Yeah, in the genie song. Oh, how dare she. Uh, what happened to Mads? Again, we're in. We're. It's been four weeks. No one seems to know. Four weeks out. What happened to Mads? Uh, yeah, Mads is gone, dude. What's in the cave? Crossing. Or, Why is it growl? Yeah, that's a good question. Why is the cave growl? And I we have that on there. Well, we have what's in the cave. You know, what that's. It's. I want it to be very specific. Why is? Because that growl is a thing. It growls and then the flashlights start to flicker. Yeah, might be. Maybe that's the EMP. It could be. Uh, but the you know the crossing is that's in the cave and where Ulrich was Ulrich and Mads near it. They, they had to because they, they're know, hearing sounds. They heard each other from across dimensions or across time. Yeah, it's like a door. Again, why did uh, why did Jonas's father commit suicide? We don't know. We still have no clue. What's Ulrich's dad up to? Um, you know, again, blood on the sweater, sneaking off in the middle of the night, and now we know that he was having an affair with Claudia in 1986, um, and he's still sneaking off in the Does it confirm they were... I mean... Uh, well, they, he's got... He's trying to hold it's her hand. Yeah, it's, it's, the affair's ended. Yeah, seems like... Similar to, like, Ulrich and... Who's suitcase man? Hana? We... Hana. Yeah. Who's suitcase man? Uh, we, you know, we didn't see any of him. Uh, yeah. The box, the... the, the so the cipher, the German cipher. All we know is that the, the scientist building it, built or, it or, or built it, repairing it, building it, whatever. In '86. Yep. Uh, why the dead birds? Charlotte is very into these dead birds. And sheep. Thirty-three years ago. Um, why does my man in the police force have an eye patch? We still don't know. God, that guy's awesome. What's I Alex, haven't even seen him yet. What's Alex up to? What's he getting rid of? No He's idea. like Bubba Fett. He'll sell the most action figures. <laughs> what caused uh, thirty-three sheep to have uh, to have a heart attack? They oh. what the uh, the autop the coroner says that if unless he was Freddy Krueger, which I thought was you know again nineteen eighty-six oh. kind of a fun reference. But, um, was Freddy around in eighty-six? Uh, Nightmare Elm Street. Nightmare Elm Street was like eighty-four, eighty-five. Really, yeah. man. Uh, what's wrong with the power plant? What What are these numbers that are off, and, and what's in the drums? How dare these numbers be on? What? Yeah. Um, but so I have, you know, just a little couple more questions. Uh, why do all the Tiedemans suck? Like, why are they all like g genetics? Is that why? Give me specific examples on why. Well, you Egon is Egon's a dick to Ulrich. Ulrich hasn't done much. You know, he's he's he's. He probably he's has he's done framing him for He's framing him for crimes. He's, I mean, you know, I don't know if that's the truth. He wants. He's like. He's not. He's not open to anybody else committing these murders of these sheep, and he's out there like. I mean, Ulrich is there. Is there, is there a hoof missing from the sheep? But Ulrich is probably 
a bit of a douchebag at this point. So the cop is just like tired of dealing with his shit. I mean, I know it's I a small know. town, but the, you know, he can't, it's not just one bad apple in this town. Right. But so that's, great. that's Ulrich. We see Claudia just ragging on his daughter. Yeah. You know, and then in 2019, we got angry hotel lady Regina. She's not that angry. And Alex is a dick. Uh, he's, you know, burying, uh, um, uh, you know, he's, he's burying waste or whatever he's doing. He's, he's he just wants him. somebody to hate him. And then Bartos, serial abuser. You know, he's he's stealing drugs and pushing women down and stealing girlfriends. He's the only douchebag I've come across. So you asked me examples. I gave you like 10 of why the teeth have You didn't really let me argue any of them. You just listed them all off. The only one that is really douchey is the one that threw the girl on the ground. Yeah, Bartos. Bartos, douchebag. He shouldn't have done that. That's bad news bears. Yeah, well, he wanted those drugs. I mean, I got to, not saying that the motivation was justified. I think the action is the part that's yeah. unjustified. Yeah. Justified? Uh, action. So there was two great 80s drops. Um, <laughs> during, during, we didn't mention that, but during the coroner scene, there was another one. Uh, ABC's The Look of Love was playing. You're totally familiar, missed that. You familiar with The Look of Love? Sure. Uh, here we go. You're going to play it? Yeah. Wow. Um, this video, all these, I, what I've noticed, all these videos that I keep looking up, they all got the goddamn weirdest videos. And I don't remember 80s videos all being this weird. Well, I think it was early 80s when they were just trying, when MTV first started out. Then later on, they realized, wow, this is, this is a venue. This is how we make money. But... The, you know, this video is just really weird. There's people like smearing ice cream on their faces, and a guy. Yeah. There's a guy eating like a, like a, a five gallon bowl of spaghetti, and he's getting it all over himself. Mm. There's there's actually some German guys in, you know, like in their what's that uh, outfit called? The German guys wear. I don't know. With shorts and the vest. And, oh, uh, oh. Um, anyway, it'll come to me. They're and they're blowing on a Bavarian horn, and anyway. Wait. So, so the question is, shout or look of love? Which one? Which one do you like better? Shout. Yeah, I think it, it's universal. But yeah, I mean, it was a big hit. Yeah. So that's, even that's, a that's actually, actually fart song made out of it. A what? Fart song made out of it. Shout, shout, let a fart out. Oh These God. are the things we worry about. We've gone down the wrong path. Sure, we have. You think that's a real mustache on 1986 Toronto? Of course, that a it's a real mustache. It's 1980s. I don't, I, that's I mean, it's a full mustache. Beautiful. It is. It's. I wish I could grow a mustache like that. And what's with the Nielsens and the Strange? You know, we got Tronte going after Claudia. We got Ulrich in 2019 looking after Hannah. They, these guys are steppers. Yeah. Here comes the hot stepper. I think that's just society. Most people do that. I don't. <laughs> Me neither. Um... Where can I get an application to the power plant? I, I want to work there. Why? Why would you want to work there? They give massages there? No, just the one guy. It's, just the boss gets There's massages. a ropes course there? I mean, it's. You just, can sprung on your own. I mean, as like long as you're a boss, you get work. some perks. It seems like a pretty good place you to work. You do have to hide a dirty secret, though. Yeah. You might be involved in child murder. Yeah. I mean,. I'd say that's a bad career but, decision. I mean, if I could blow off some steam by climbing some ropes. I'm getting a massage. <laughs> getting a massage. Executing a kid. It might be worth it. <laughs> Just saying. Um, 
I'm still convinced that the, there's two that the murdering thing is a story outside the time. It might be loosely related to it, but it's a story outside the travel, the time travel. Because I have evidence of that now. Mikkel did it. Mikkel time travel. Time travel. And Ulrich time traveled his voice. Independent of murdering some kid. Yeah. So two separate stories, bro. Check, I got that. Okay, good. Uh, We saw Regina come home to an empty house and there was a... Can you call her Regina? I'm sure Regina. Uh, she comes home to an empty house. She plays her, her voicemail or the voicemail and it's her mom saying, uh, you know, I'm working late. I'll be out. Have a yeah. frozen pizza. Uh, my question is, was frozen pizza any good in 1986? Stouffer's. I, I don't know. Not Uh That French bread pizza. I remember that French bread pizza. I, at least in Michigan growing up, we had the, the Schwann's man. The, the Schwann's is kind of a German thing. And it, the Schwann's man delivered these pizzas to our house. And they were fucking terrible, but I ate them because they were pizza. But no, we had. And it, pizza. that's what I remember about eighties pizza. But you're talking about frozen pizza. Yeah, frozen pizza. Who delivered frozen pizza to you? Again, the Schwann's man. He was a guy who came in a truck. You know, you're familiar with the Schwann's man? Oh yeah, that was like he came in almost like an armored truck. Yeah, and there's all these compartments. Yeah, and they yeah. and he had like man. egg rolls, and he had uh, he had frozen all frozen foods. Is that still around or I, no? I don't know, but I was wondering if that's if the pizza came in like a cardboard bottom and a clear yeah. top, and then a label on it. Right? Yes, yeah, and we because we didn't have like DiGiorno or you know California pizza kitchen. Is DiGiorno cheese. good? DiGiorno's not bad. Really? Yeah. Never had DiGiorno. Do you, do, you, do you eat frozen pizza at all? Very rarely. We make homemade pizzas, but you never know, frozen. I, I'm a sucker for the, the Totino's pizza, the, the Tostino's pizza, some people call it. Is that the one on the French bread? No. Remember the one it's that actually, came on the It's bread? actually like the cheapest frozen pizza you can find. They're like 88 cents, that and they're really, horrible. they're like razor thin. The cheapest. Yeah. But they're good. So am I? Am I freak? There was ones that came on a French bread. Oh yeah, there's French bread pizzas. What's it called? Red Baron has French bread pizzas. Red Baron. Yeah. Um, anyhow. Um, and the last question I had is, when did Charlotte's morbid ornithology career get off track? Like, it must have stopped, right? Because there's a delay for 33 years. Yeah. So I mean, the other the birds stopped falling, and she just decided she's going to become a police officer instead of a ornithologist or something. Yeah, and there's no crying husband, no counselor crying in this episode. Yeah, well, we didn't meet him. He, I think he's actually crying because she's so disconnected from him. He's not loved. That's uh, that, you know, that's why typically people there is marital strife. Yeah, sure. No, but I so I originally thought that maybe he knew something about the deaths or knew something about the time travel, but he doesn't know any of that. What he knows is that his wife sucks and doesn't love him. Hmm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for not letting me know, baby. <laughs> uh, I, you might be right. But stay tuned. Okay. This is what we're hooked on. So anyhow, that's the last of our questions. Do you have any, uh, you, you know, kind of any theories? You kind of espoused some of them. You know, you, I think, uh, you know, you talked about the... Uh, uh, that, that you know you don't think uh, the the child murdering is 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 re- well you, I mean it might be related but it's uh, it's a separate it's indi- story it's independent I I think it's confirmed because Mikkel has time traveled without um 
I guess you don't know what happened in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Did he go and did he fall down and run into the cave, or or did somebody grab him and he ran from him? You don't. Yeah, yeah. There's when, a gap there when he disappeared. But nonetheless, you can time travel without murdering a kid and melting his eyes, which is nice. Yeah. It's good to know. You don't think maybe what if? I can't ask questions without giving shit away. So, um, so I guess let me think of another theory though. Um, so does Mikkel get back? Is something that's been laying on my he- on my head, mm-hmm. and I almost think he does go back. There is a way for him to go back. The one thing we talked about because it doesn't ruin the the last episode was who who might time travel next, and you you know you thought Bartos might be the next one because. Uh, you wanted him to die. Yeah. But. I mean, there is a, a loop, right? There's a loop now created. Because he's, he's met with his parents. His parents, as of right now, don't know it's Mikkel. Mm-hmm. But if they were to find out... You know what I mean? It's like the... Um, what's that? The Sphere, right? Their moment... Have you seen... Do you remember The Sphere? It's a book and it's a, it's a movie with... Uh, Underwater. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. And, and so they have a time thing in there too. And there's a point and go and where Samuel L. Jackson character goes, Yeah, time travel's possible. And when we figured it out, we came back and we warned everybody, except there's no warning. So Mikkel either stays in 1986 and doesn't let anybody know, or he gets back and just lets Bedfellows lie. Mm-hmm. There is no nobody knows. Nobody knows that he time traveled. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a loop that's missing because nobody knows. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wondering how does that get resolved? Mm-hmm. So and I don't have a good theory, but I don't. We've got how did, we've got mysterious people in the 2019 timeline, or so we think. The, yeah, but they know they might not know anything like that. That suitcase man with he's got he's got a, the same thing that the professor has. We know the professor has written books about journey through time. Yeah, and there's like so Vern is profound when he says we may only know the drop but not know the ocean, mm-hmm. right? But the because none of the folks in the future thirty three years even though they went through this incident they don't know anything about it they don't know what happened. Well, yeah, so. In 2019, at least in our, our 2019 and the show's 2019, um, it's never resolved what happened to Matt. Um, Ever in the show? I mean, I don't answer. I'm just No, I'm just I, I mean, at, at this point, it's, it's unresolved what happened to Matt. So, um, and it's, yeah, it, uh, you don't, you know, the, the 2019 that we know doesn't, know that Mickle's in 86, obviously, you know, they, there's, uh, there's nothing there, but, you know, we'll continue to watch that. Why does the cave growl? I, I think it's just, it's kind of like an earth moving growl more than a, like an animal growl. No, they make it sound like an, they make it sound like a growl. Have you ever heard a wormhole or anything like that? Neither have I. I mean, you think of wormhole growls? I, I, you know, I don't know. I can think of a lot of things. I mean, in Star Wars, spaceships explode, and you hear them, and it's space. Well, there's a whole... I mean, we don't now want to go down that rabbit hole. 
There's a lot of problems with space. Star Wars. I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, there's, there's, there's sound. Big problems there, with that. There's in entertainment, uh, sounds can be uh, uh, misleading or not scientific. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I think they're trying to keep it to some type of degree of science, other, other than. I mean, it looks like you time travel with a decoder ring. I mean, decoder suitcase. Which is a little bizarre. Is that scientist going to have a bigger role? He's got to, right? Well, Concho guy's got to get to him eventually. It seems like he's the one that... That might be Mikel. That might be Mikel, the Poncho. The, uh, you're talking about... Poncho su- suitcase guy. Well, that might be Mikel. Yeah, we got we to we, we keep our, our people straight. Mm-hmm. There's suitcase man... And he's the one that's in the hotel, and he's got all the pictures on the wall. And the Luger, yeah. And, but we also saw a man in a poncho dragging, uh, well, also well, strapping, open, strapping, strapping the Eric to the chair and dragging dead body Eric through the forest. Yeah. Well, so I guess we, you don't know who that poncho guy is. We do not know who that poncho guy is. That's the mass murderer guy. If we're going to, if we're going to keep, you know, again, we don't know these guys' names, so at this point, you know, we can call them whatever we want, but yeah. we got suitcase man and poncho guy. But Poncho guy could be Mikel. I originally. You think Poncho guy's killing? You think Poncho? You think Mikel's killing people? No. So you're thinking? Mikel. I'm thinking there's a. I'm still holding to there's a separate serial killer, Roman the Hills. Okay, so Poncho guy is the serial killer. No, no, no. Poncho guy with suitcase is the guy that came. Poncho guy is the guy that you gotta add the suitcase. Poncho guy was. We, so we have Poncho guy and Poncho guy with suitcase. Yes. Oh, I mean, Christ imagine sake. the creativity. Imagine our listeners. Just like stabbing themselves in the ears right now. Yeah, so Poncho got... I mean, we obviously need to come up with a different name for one of them. That's what I'm saying. It's just Suitcase Guy and Poncho Guy. Okay. But, you know, I mean, whatever like helps you remember that, it. I like giving the guy that I first came up with for Poncho Guy, Poncho Guy, but if that's the way you want to play it, gosh. <laughs> the amount of characters in small little hits is crazy. Yeah. And, Lannisters, and, Starks. And I got some news for you. Yeah. It does nothing but grow. It grows? Yes. There's more? I, didn't we hit all three generations? 86, 2019. So we're going forward. We're going to 2022, 2022. We're going to 2032, 33. Do some math there. What, what, what university did you graduate from? Um, all of them. <laughs> I read all of the 20, newspapers. 2019 plus 33 would be 2052. We're going to 2052, too? Who's to say we're not going to 1953? Mm. Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't know if I have the capacity. <laughs> I don't know if I have the capacity for the show. <laughs> so we're going to be looking at these kids growing up that are angsty now. Yeah. Some, there has to be some kind of world-changing event for the show to continue on. It can't just be in small-town Germany. Oh, it, it, it's it, the whole show is about these four families in Winden. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, right? But, Why are they holding on to the secret of the dead birds? That doesn't again, make any sense. Again, it's kind of like you know, small-town secrets. You know, bullshit. This is like big. T- this isn't. This isn't Mary Sue sleeping with Mary Sue and everybody's all excited about it. This is like full on... Just because they have 
cars and phones doesn't mean that you know they 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 can't Dude, be there's so many time traveling what are you talking about this should make front page news no no but no one knows that there's time travelers okay like, well somebody should know that there know there's a bunch travel. of stuff being hidden in a cave but who knows I mean, who knows at this moment that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying anybody knows at this moment, but hopefully that's where the story is going. Is that it? That's what I'm saying. It can't just be. I mean, the secrets are too big for just small. I mean, okay. So let's run it down. Thirty-three sheep dead. Nobody. Nobody out in uh, Berlin's like, hey, Bill, have you seen that thirty-three sheep all died in one night in. Uh, Windham, Windenden, whatever the hell the name. I bet that that shit happens ten miles from here. Get West the Falls fuck up! No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Thirty-three sheep in one night. We would all know about it. We be we. I mean, look at what's happening with right now outside. The, Just telling you, there's no <laughs> way. It's just so crazy. That's what's crazy. Birds dying. I think birds dying. I think in small towns, shit like this can just get no fucking. This is, but it's too big. It's too big. Birds dying every night. Flashlights flickering, growls in the night. Well, it's really only been a couple of days. Kids missing. How many kids are dead and missing? I mean, that would bring the whole FBI here. So in 2019, it's been uh, like two weeks since Eric went gone, and now Mads is gone. That's so, a big deal. When people go missing here in Buffalo, we let everybody know. Eh. Goes across a whole national wire. Stop protecting the show. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you know it. You know it. I don't. It's crazy to think that this stuff. I don't think you first. So first woman um, boss of new, the the plant is made national news in Germany. But four kids missing and dead. Who said it was national? They say it in the show. They, they make a big deal out of it. He's just a local reporter. Get out of it. No, no, no. They say that it's a big. She says it to her daughter. Okay. Do you know how big a deal this is? And, and and Mads is missing. And there's a boy missing. Oh well. I mean, that's not. It's not. There's not. There's not like. It's on a milk carton. In 1986, the, again. So there's there is two big events in 1986. Yeah. There's Claudia is now the the power plant boss. Yeah. And Mads is missing. I mean, that's not. 33 sheep, a lot of birds, dead. Right. The same captain. The same captain that's investigating the. Uh, I don't think. I just don't think they know. They just. They're 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 afraid. They're afraid to speak out. They're afraid of, uh, you know, what it might mean for their Everybody's lives. afraid. Yeah. And everyone likes, you know, everyone's got secrets. Everyone's, you know, everyone's doing their own shit. And they're on their game. I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I hope it's going to be more, I think, I, I'm hoping that it has bigger consequences. That I know they're going to travel in the future, though. Because, like I said the other day, that it's, um... In the advertisement in the Netflix, you can see that they travel in time and that red house is all mm-hmm. messed up and stuff. But you don't know who's standing in front of it. Yep. Um, and I'm, su- I'm assuming that in that time, what did you say, 2053, 2052? Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be 2050 because this is 2017, right? So it's 2019. Right now. So 33 years from 2019 is 2015. Oh, I thought you said the show went out in 2017, but it's... I think it was released in the United States in 2017, but it was set in 2019. Oh, I got you. So, 
some kind of world events have had to transpire for those houses to be so messed up. And I don't know. I'm hoping it's a big deal. Maybe not. Maybe it's not that kind of show. I mean, they had a whole thing happen on an island that never left the island. I, uh, I, I think, again, I think there's enough here that'll keep you hooked. Give it time. That's yeah. what you're telling me. And again, it's, uh, it's, it only, the show only gets bigger. Do we have a last segment or are we through it? No, this is it. Kind of theories, conclusions. Um, you know, again, you need, you want to talk about vampires, Draculas, zombies? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, this one was a little bit tightier than, than I normal. I think it's got a turn, though. I think the show has got a turn. Right now, I'm at like C plus, B minus. Really? Yeah, that's disappointing. But I, 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 again, I'm gonna make you watch it. No, I get it. I am committed to watching it, and I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to admit when it turns for me. Um, so the next episode is called Double Lives. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, we've already seen that kind of living a double life. Mm-hmm. What do you, uh, who, who's, who's going to die? That's what I want to know. When does people start dying? Is that not a thing? Maybe it's not a thing. Yeah, there's, um... I guess I'm so used to Game of Thrones, where major characters just die. Yeah. That you are vested in. Now, and we've made so many parallels, I mean, we personally have made parallels into the show. Mm-hmm. There are They don't exist anywhere yeah. else but right here. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for our main characters to die. Yeah, I, um... I've been seduced by that. Yeah, there's not a... It's, it's not a real... It's not, it's not, it's not that everybody solves kind the problem of show, but there, it's definitely an you know, ensemble cast. Um, a lot of people. A lot of, uh, a lot of problems. Yeah. A lot of, again, lies, secrets, deceit. Yeah. Um, Is anything solved in season two? Like, or do they have it pushed off to season three? Like, is there a cliffhanger at two and you're like, oh man, we got some work to do at three. I'll just say that some of these questions that we have on our list don't get resolved. They're still out there. Let me ask you this. Is there a show other than Lost or other than the ones we I keep spewing out that you relate to this show? Again, Stranger Things. The Stranger Things is, again, With, I'm saying outside a different mood. Like, I guess what I'm looking for is, right now we're saying it's like Lost, it's like Stranger Things. Um, is it, through season two, do you go, oh, you know what, this is taking on a more tone like something else? Yeah, I'd have to think about that. Or does it still stay in the Lost, Stranger Things realm? I'd have to think about, I'll try to think of some other shows for uh, that, that, you know, that where I think it's going, where I think it's relating to. Will there be a movie of it? No. I mean, maybe in Germany. I don't, I don't know how big the show is in Germany. I, I would think it's pretty big. It's got to be pretty big. I mean, it's definitely... I mean, they've got what? Netflix has this and that Babylon Berlin uh, that are, seem to be kind of the two biggest German shows. Oh, I don't know what that is. What's that? <sighs> I need my, my brother-in-law to explain it. But it's... Uh, Your brother-in-law? Does he really like... Maybe we need to get in, him in here one time. Maybe. Yeah. He really likes this show. He's 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 he's, he's our one he's our one rabid listener of of the podcast thus <laughs> far. He's already consumed both episodes. Has he really? Yeah. What's he think? He likes it. All right. Well, maybe we should. Have him to read, he just texted me. You want to read it live on? No, it? no, no, don't do that. 
might be proprietary. Well, really, I, I really like the show. Really makes me want to watch season one all over again. Julie likes it too. That's his wife. So huh, she's. Uh, we got two listeners. Well, I think I think we beat this up enough. I'm just waiting for. Like, it keeps plugging away, plugging away. And there were some big moments in this episode, but I'm looking for that wow factor. I'm looking for something to really hit home. I Maybe I'm looking for an episode 8 or episode 9 where they go, they turn it on its head. There is an episode coming up, and I don't know which one it is. You're going to tease me with that? uh, I don't know when it's coming, but there there is a major, there is a major... Holy shit! Okay, good. Coming up. Good, because they have, I mean, it has kind of petered out some holy shit moments, but... It's a great premise, though. I mean, I... Could it be... Let me ask you this. So, could it be that maybe they divulged too much too fast? Well, I think it's... You're right, and you mentioned that last episode, that you were surprised that, you know... Mikhail time travel. Again, second episode, they, <laughs> they resolved that. Like, yeah, where, so what am Mik- I watching for? Where's Mikkel, where's Mikkel, boom, 1986. But, again, now we know that time travel is possible. Yes. And there's a source of time travel out there somehow. Crossroads. Um, the Crossing, yeah. Oh, I sorry, yeah. both folks. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, so... In the words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. On that note, thanks for <laughs> listening, um, and we'll see you on episode four. All right, see ya. Thank you.